0: Happy Monday! If you haven't already, I'm here to make sure, as always, that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you hit the follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And If you want more, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you love it and this whole mindset thing is really intriguing you, then make sure you also sign up to our email list. So you can do this by going to mindic.eu slash weeklyhacks. If you do so, we're gonna send you mindset and performance hacks on a weekly basis. It's gonna arrive in your inbox on Monday, Tuesday, in the beginning of the week. So you get that extra boost and tips and tricks that you can use in your writing and your life in general. So check out the show notes for the link to that. It's mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. And today I'm gonna be talking about limiting beliefs. It's been a lot of talk of beliefs lately. On this podcast, uh, it's because it's so important, guys. Like everything we do in life is all thanks to what's going on in our mind and our beliefs. So it's a bit of a theme going on at the moment. Uh, I do think it's so important in the beginning of the year to make sure we get our thoughts straight. Because really, this is going to be impacting everything we're going to be achieving or not achieving that particular year. So what are limiting beliefs? Those are basically poisonous thoughts that tend to hold us back from going after what we truly want in life. Those can be thoughts like, I'm not talented enough to ever ride a Grand Prix. I don't have enough money to ride a top level. I don't have enough time to properly train and compete. I've heard all of those and and I've been thinking (laughs) many of those as well. Uh, And I don't know about you, but I'm guessing that there might be beliefs like this that you've been having thoughts like this that you might be having. It can be other ones too, of course. Um, And I found this definition when I was Googling this actually online, which I really, really liked. And it's that self-limiting beliefs are assumptions and perceptions that you hold about yourself and or about the way the world works. These assumptions become self-limiting because they keep you back from achieving what you're capable of and you may not even recognize it. I thought it was, this was a brilliant definition, which is why I just read it out to you. I think what's really interesting about this is that you may not even recognize it. So have a think about this. What is holding you back from achieving what you're truly capable of? What is the underlying belief that's holding you back? I want you to really think about this, because before we go into this episode, I want you to have a particular belief that you can you can work with and use. I'm going to take a lot of examples, but I want you to really figure out what that belief is that's holding you back. So feel free to put me on pause and really think about this. What is it that is holding you back from achieving your goals, from becoming that writer capable of achieving your dreams? What is it that's holding you back and what is the underlying belief? Now, once you got it, let's dive into this episode. And in here, I'm going to talk about three different questions or challenges that you can use to challenge that belief of yours to basically prove that this is bullshit. So question number one or challenge number one that I want you to test out on your belief is, is this belief true? What evidence do you actually have that this is true? Will it hold up in court? If you're standing there, you're saying, yeah, no, this is true. The, the, those so-called evidence, those things in your mind that, that that makes you believe that this is true. Would it hold up in court? A lot of the time, it won't, right? So so let's do a bit of a fact check here. Do you know already for certain that this is true? Or is it still a bit unclear? You're not quite Sure. Can you think of examples that prove that this is not true? Think about history in the past. I'm going to take a couple of examples here to make it a bit more tangible. So let's go back to those three that I was talking about in the beginning, because these are really common ones, right? Or variations of those. So I'm not talented enough to ever ride Grand Prix. So let's check here. Like, let's do a fact check. Is this actually true? Have I given it my all? Have I actually let this run its course and worked hard and given it my all? No, I haven't. There's still a million of things that I can try before I can actually draw that conclusion that I'm not talented enough to ever ride Grand Prix, right? I can physically train my body. I can do stretches. I can get another horse. I can get another trainer. I can do some mental training. There's so many things that I can still try out that I haven't yet done that could make me skillful enough to actually get there, right? So so really, this, this, is, this is certainly not going to hold up in court. I, I, I think you can see where I'm going with this. Are there other people out there that have gotten to Grand Prix without natural talent? Yeah, of course there is. There's tons of them, in fact. Once you start looking for them and actually listen to interviews with people, you'll see that actually there's a lot of people that have gotten to top-level Grand Prix Whatever it is in the particular version of equestrian sport that you are exercising, right? There are tons of people who have gone to the top without natural talent. So again, it won't hold up in court, right? It doesn't make any sense. And that actually takes me to the, the, the second challenge here. This is the second thing I want you to ask yourself. It, does this belief actually make any sense? Guys, let's use some common sense here. We make so many false assumptions, just because this happened or this person said that, then logically it follows this and that, which is bullshit. We just make an assumption. We make a false assumption in our head. So again, I'm going to take a couple of examples here to make sure that we, that we clarify here. So let's take this other, other um, limiting belief that I was listing in the beginning. I don't have enough money to ride a top level. Let's make a bit of a common sense check here. Just because I don't have enough money right now does it logically follow that I will never have enough money to write a top level? No, it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense at all. I, in fact, I'm making more money every single year. It does not logically follow that just because I don't have enough money now, I, that I n- never will, right? In fact, the opposite is probably true. <laughs> so guys, it's just a bit of a thing we do in our head. We just make up those like False assumption. Let's take another one. I don't have enough time. Right. So there's a lot of people who say like, okay, I, I have a nine to five, I have two kids. But but let's fact check here. Like, Just because I have a nine to five and two kids, does it logically follow that I can't train and compete? No, it doesn't. That's a false assumption. It doesn't make any sense because there's plenty of people out there already with a nine to five and two kids that do train and compete. So it does not logically follow that because you have a nine to five and two kids that you can't be training and competing. It doesn't make any sense, right? So I want you now to take your belief and I want you to ask yourself, is that actually true? Does it make any sense? Does it really, just because blah, 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 does it logically follow that? Can you find some evidence that this is actually all just bullshit? And then once you've done this again put me in pot the best thing is if you can I always say this to people the best is you can actually sit down and hash this out on a piece of paper a lot of the time when we get we get stuck in our head we don't even realize what's going on and once we put it on we, on paper we actually put it black on white we can start to see what's actually going on and then we can start to hash it out and we can see how how much bullshit we're actually telling ourselves so Please, if you have the opportunity, do so. Or if, you, if you're driving now or mocking at the stables or whatever, you know, take some time, like planning some time later on today or this weekend to actually sit down and hash this out. Listen back to this episode. Right. Before, before I go into too much of like, you got to do this, or you got to do this. You don't actually have to do anything. Right, guys. I'm just sitting here trying to help you out. and I'm trying to tell you guys what, what would be probably the most best way to, to actually do this and get something from it. But I'm going to move on to question or challenge number three. Does this belief actually help me? Like this one sort of speaks for itself. If you have a goal, does this belief that you're holding actually help you achieve it? Again, I'm going to take some couple of examples here. Let's say you have this belief. Again, I'm not talented enough to ride Grand Prix. Does it help me? No, it doesn't. By holding this belief, I go competing with literally no confidence, thinking I have no right to be there, that everyone is much better than than me, that really there's no point. I might as well stop riding altogether and find myself another hobby. Clearly, this is not helpful. If my goal is to ride Grand Prix, it's clearly not helpful to be thinking in this way. It's quite self-destructive, if I might say so. And, you know, if I don't feel confident, my horse is not going to feel confident. It's all going to be probably chaotic and not very helpful in any kind of way. So, no, this belief is not helpful. Right, let's take the other one. I don't have enough money to ride a top level. Does it help me? Does it help me to believe that I don't have enough money no, because that means I'm not even going to try. I might as well go out and spend my money on that matchy set of saddle pads and bandages because I don't have enough money to ride a top level anyway. Do you see, what, do you see how this works? Is this only me? Like I do this all the time. I don't have enough money to blah, 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 blah. So I might as well spend money on this little thing here uh, that's gonna make me happier in the moment. But really what we're doing, we're just self-sabotaging ourselves, right? Right, let's take the last one here as well. I don't have enough time to properly train and compete. If we hold this belief, is this going to help you? No, because again, you're going to be like, there's no point to even sit down and hash this out because I don't believe I have enough time anyway. It doesn't matter if I sit down and plan my day and prioritize because I don't believe I have enough time anyway. Well, fact is, and actually, let's go back with this one because I think this one is so funny. You know, when you talk about I don't have enough time, Let's go back here, actually. I skipped past this one. But is this belief true? Let's go back to question number one here. Is this belief actually true? Is it belief that I don't have enough time to train and compete? No, because no one else has more than 24 hours. Guys, we all have 24 hours. I don't know, unless you have, a, I don't know, something messed up with your time. I don't know. You don't have more than 24. No one. Has more than 24 hours. The difference between the people that made it work and people that didn't make it work was that they made the most of their 24 hours. They got really good in prioritizing. They got really good at planning. They got really good at making sure they made the most out of their 24 hours. So, again, we can pretty much conclude that this is all this bullshit. And guys, I'm getting a bit wound up here. Because I think this is so frustrating. I see so many people out there and they just freaking bullshit themselves. They're like, yeah, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. But it's all just bullshit. It's all just freaking limiting beliefs holding you back from actually making the most out of your life. So... Let's just agree, all of us, that we're going to take some time later on today or this weekend to actually sit down, figure this out. Again, a lot of time we're not even aware that this is going on. So take some time and actually ask yourself, be really honest with yourself. This can be quite confronting, but unless you actually pull this to the surface and deal with it, nothing is going to change. Right. So the three questions, once you've figured out what your limiting beliefs are, the three questions I want you to use to challenge those beliefs of yours is, first of all, is this belief true? What evidence are is there that this is actually true? Will it hold up in court? Number two, does this belief actually make any sense? If blah blah blah, or just because la 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 la, does it logically follow that? Really? Like, does that really logically follow? Or is that just a false assumption link that your mind has come up with? Does this belief help me? Really important one. Really, you know, it speaks for itself. Does this belief help me? A lot of time we're telling ourselves all this bullshit and even though we know it's not helpful, we keep on doing it. It's, it's almost like, you know, you can also just, you know, cut yourself with a knife. Like, that, that's also really helpful. Like, okay, that, that's probably a bit dramatic. But, like, we're basically doing this to ourselves in our own mind. We just tell ourselves all this crap that is really just self-destructive. right. What I want you to do next, once you figure that out, I want you to also sit down and come up with an empowering belief. One that is true. One that does make sense. One that is helpful. And I want you to repeat it to yourself every single day. I want you to hang it up where you can see it every single day. And I want you to go out there and look for and create evidence that this is true. I talked about this in a previous episode that you, it's really important that you also take action. So it's all all good and well that you create those new beliefs, that you define empowering beliefs for yourself, that you repeat them, that you see them every day. But it's also really important that you go out and take the action that backs this up. So create a belief, write it down, create the statement, repeat it every day, but also make sure you go out and take action and start to execute towards this. So, so to take a simple example here, if you have... Your new your new empowering belief is something along the lines that I have just as much time as everyone else. That is true. We all have 24 hours. Okay, what does make sense? It makes sense that if I sit down every single morning and I make a plan for my day, I make sure I optimize the hours that I do the heavy stuff, the things that take a lot of willpower in the morning and the easier stuff later in the evening and that I really become very intentional with how I spend my time and I make sure that there are no time wasters such as scrolling in social media or chatting to the neighbor or any kind of time wasters like this. Procrastination. There's so many of them. If I sit down in the morning and I plan out my day to make sure that I don't have any time wasters in there, I am going to get more done. This belief is also helpful right because by doing this i'm actually going to discover that i have more time how can we prove that this is right we can actually start doing it we can actually start to sit down and actually plan out our day fill every single hour track every single hour of your days what you're actually doing to make sure that something helpful something that is going to get you further some kind of action that is going to get you closer to your goal I assure you, when you actually do this, you're going to get the evidence that actually all the thing that you were telling yourself in the past is just bullshit. It's just a matter of prioritizing. It's just a matter of putting the actions into your agenda that is actually going to help you get you further. You're doing so much bullshit stuff. I can assure you that it's not helping you progress. And sometimes people will be like, yeah, but my days are full and all this kind of stuff. Guess what? Prioritize. If it's important to you, you'll find a way to make it work. Right. This is all that I got for you. If you want more, make sure you follow us on Instagram. You can find the link to that in the show notes. It's Jocelyn Liliano in one word. Also, make sure you sign up for our weekly Mindset and Performance Hacks. It's on mindic.eu slash weeklyhacks. Links to that are in the show notes. And know that we dive way deeper into all of this inside of PEP, the Positive Equestrian Performance Programme. In there, we don't only give you the knowledge, we go really deep into all those things that I talk about on the podcast, but on a way deeper level, we also help you implement it. We take this knowledge and we hold you accountable to taking action on it. We actually check in with you to make sure that you actually sat down that weekend and sat down and wrote down those limiting beliefs and hashed them out that you didn't only think, oh yeah, that's nice and that sounds good, but actually I never got to it. We make sure that you do. So if you want to actually get somewhere, if you're serious, if you're committed, if you actually want change, if you're sick of listening to your limiting beliefs, go to mindic.eu slash pep, link in the show notes, check it out and sign up, send us a message, make sure you get in touch and let's figure this one out. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends about it, share it on social media, make sure you tag me in it. And until next time, I challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next Magical Monday.